mahvan masin surtirke inche asum what does the word of god say about death mahvan masin shat patsatrutyunner ka ashkharki in the world there are many explanations about death vor yete ashkharki jogoburti patsatrutyunner asenk shat and if we focus on the explanations that worldly people give, they are very sad and very hopeless. And I just want to briefly mention what the worldly people say, the unbelievers say about death. Uh, some people believe that death is something very ambiguous, a secret, and nobody knows what is beyond death. And Bertram Russell said that I don't know why we are born, why we live, and why we die. For some people, death is the most awesome thing in this life, and they say horrendous things about it. Some people believe that death is the final thing, the end of everything. They believe that death is eternal silence. Everything comes to end at death and there's nothing beyond it. But we want to refer to the Bible and see what the Bible says about death. Of course, we will go over it again on the day of the funeral, but we want to study some of it today. The first thing that the Bible teaches about death is that death is the transformation of life, not the end of life. In John 5:24, Jesus said the following. He says, truly, truly, I tell you, those who believe in me will have eternal life, and after death they will be transferred to eternal life. In 1 Corinthians 15, Apostle Paul says the following, uh, verses 42-44, to we so in weakness, but we are growing in strength. In ambiguity we sow, but we reap in glory. The earthly body is buried, but the um, spiritual body has resurrection. 
death is not an end, it is transformation. Somebody who's died in the Lord, his address is changed. His code post is changed. He is living his somewhere else. He is transferring his location. I will give you an example to make this clearer still. A group of our uh, relatives are going to travel to another country and we go to say goodbye to them. We kiss them, we hug them, they enter the ship and we wave them goodbye. The ship is departing and we're standing there until we can see them no more. And because these people will say goodbye to are so precious to us, we remain standing there until we can see them no more. So physically, in a tangible way, it's finished there. We can see the ship no more. Our loved ones are not in our presence. We can't see their hands waving. But on the other side of the ocean, a different group of people have come to welcome them. And they are waving. And they are welcoming this people. We say bye-bye to them. There's a group there waving to welcome them. And with joy, they are welcoming these people. This side said goodbye, the other side is saying welcome. This is the meaning of death in the Bible. Uh, the second explanation that the Bible gives is death is achieving the final victory. Uh, for the believer to achieve death is not loss, but it is achieving victory. In our death, we come to the flag of victory. In our death, we achieve that award that the Lord has prepared for us. So this is not something sad, but it is something victorious. Apostle Paul says, time has come for me to depart. And uh, he knows that the crown of victory has been prepared for him. That the Lord is going to give to Apostle Paul and to all those who love him. In death, in death we achieve that crown of victory. Uh, therefore, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 
Apostle Paul speaks very victoriously about death. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, grave, where is your victory? And we give thank to the Lord that through Jesus Christ we have victory over death. He yes. had victory over death and the same victory is available to us. Uh, we read uh, in the church history they wanted to put to death a believer. Whatever they did to that uh, believer, he would not deny his faith. Uh, the judge said to him, unless you deny your faith, I'm going to send you uh, to an island where you will be on your own, exile. His reply to the judge was, you cannot achieve that because nowhere is exile for me. Anywhere you send me is my father's home. He said, if you don't deny your faith, I will take all your wealth away from you. He said, you cannot achieve that because the wealth I possess is not here. What I possess is in heaven and your hand cannot reach that. Uh, he said, if you don't deny your faith, I will take all your loved ones, your family and friends away from you. And I will severe your relationship with them. You cannot do that because I have a relative so close to me, within me, that you cannot separate us. Finally, the judge was so angry, he said, if you don't deny your faith, I'm going to put you to a very cruel death. His reply was, I'm glad to answer you and tell you you cannot kill me. Because my important life, the life that I value, is in the hands of Jesus, and you cannot take that away from him. This was the approach of the children of God to death. In the Bible, death is a very beautiful thing. In reality, if we truly believe the words written about death in the Bible, the fear of death will be taken away from us. Um, Brother Edward was talking about death and saying such beautiful things that a couple of people said that 
it is so desirable that we're ready to drop that now. I think menk shibiti karteng for yer for ma hasni mer hamar arten shat vat pane patay shat urakh pane patay. We shouldn't take that when we are at death's door. Something terrible is happening to us. In fact, something good is going to happen. Yete check hamuz ver to ma turish patat rushun tam mahvamas. If I have not been able to convince you, let me give you another illustration. Ais patat rushun er yes shem talis avetaran ne talis. I'm not giving you these illustrations. It's the Bible. Filipetsi tarachin kluk san mekit michev san yere kamaro. Filipetsi Filipia Filipians. Filipians. Yes, which chapter? Chapter one. Chapter one. Twenty-one to twenty-three. Twenty-one to twenty-three. To live for me is Christ. Death for me is gain. Death is a gain. It is not a loss. Some people think that if they say to somebody death to you, they've said something very bad. Brother Edward's enemy, several places on the walls in Iran, had written death to Brother Edward. And they were convinced that if I see those writings, I will be terrified. <laughs> he stood in front of the writings on the wall and said, "Take my photo." What beautiful things they've said. Members of the church. Members of the church said, would you like us, Brother Edward, to clean those walls for you? He said, not at all. In fact, I'm not scared of that, and this way I'm become more well-known. When the time of death comes, it is victory for us, and it should be the same sovereign. We gain in death. Apostle Paul says, "Why do I consider it again?" Why is it again? Because when I die, I go for eternity in the presence of the Lord. So, what did death mean to Apostle Paul? To enter into the presence of the Lord eternally, which is never ending. And there, nothing can separate him from the presence of the Lord. And I will be eternally with him. They ask the believer, "Are you ready for death or not?" Makes no difference to me. If I live. The Lord is with me. If I die, I am with him in his presence. But Apostle Paul says the other is much better. Why is it better? Because we have left all the physical limitations that we have, and we are eternally in His presence. And I have been delivered from all the horrors of living. 
and I'm enjoying the presence of the Lord, same as Jana is at the moment. They ask uh, Michael Faraday um, the following question. Who do you think you are going to be in heaven? What is going to be your profession? There he was a scientist. After a little thought, he replied that as long as you can be in the presence of the Lord, I am not seeking any other position. Is that what death means to us? When it becomes like that, we will not be terrified of death. Someone said, if uh, there is someone who is not fearful of death, he cannot be fearful of anything else. Because that person knows where he's going. Sometimes Satan might bring you under condemnation by saying that do you think somebody unworthy like you will be in the presence of the Lord? In order not to become despondent, remember the um, thief that was being crucified with Jesus. I don't think any of us is particularly worse. When on the cross, he accepted Jesus. And he said, Lord, remember me in heaven. Jesus said to him, get lost, you thief. You have been thieving all your life and now you want me to think of you. Uh, You are a child of Satan. You should be ashamed of you. You deserve hell. It is shameful for me to look at your face. Remember me. Are you something that I should remember? Is this what the Lord said to him? Today you will be with me in heaven. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Today. What a beautiful day. With me. Uh, What a good fellowship. In heaven. What a beautiful place. Will be. What a good promise. This is the meaning of death. We close our eyes in this world. We open them in the presence of the Lord. Is this something to be fearful of? Sometimes believers don't believe that it is so. Brother Edward, please play that I don't die. I want to remain alive. I'm scared of death. Grave is a very nasty place. I don't want to be buried on the soil. The focus is on things like that and they are not the reality. 
believe what the word of God says. One more um, before I close the meeting. The word of God says death is sleeping in the presence of the Lord. Sleeping. Not dying, but sleeping in the presence of the Lord. I think in the New Testament for the believer he is using the word nangel which means sleeping. Uh, Lord Jesus uh, the word the fearful word for death has transferred it and replaced it by the word asleep why does he say asleep why because after we are asleep we are awakened when, when we want to sleep we say good night we sleep in the belief, in the assurance that in the morning we'll wake up and say, good morning. Someone who sleeps physically, they wake up. And the person who falls asleep, they have certain amount of peace. If they had anguish, they would not be able to sleep. Sleep is a sign of peacefulness. If you put your head on the pillow and you enter into a nice, deep, sweet sleep until the morning, Charles and Edward come definitely in that category. <laughs> the word of God says, those who God loves gives a good night's sleep. If you are not sleeping very well, join us. Sleeping is a sign of peacefulness. And the person who departs from this world sleeps and rests Yev in the Lord and enters place of rest. A believer when he wanted to die, it was clear to him that he was going to die in a few minutes time. He gathers all the members of the family around him. They were all believers. Only one was not a believer. His, his youngest son, his name was Garapet. Uh, he kissed all the believers, he hugged them, he said very sweet things to them, just as he was going to sleep and wake up the following morning. Uh, he wanted to die, but he had a very beautiful vision of death. Uh, with a smile on his face, he was saying a farewell to them. Then it was the turn of the son who was an unbeliever. Held his hand. 
for a long time looked at his eyes. He started crying and he was saddened. Remain, remain in peace, my son. I will no longer be seeing you. The boy was very upset. Am I not a kin of you, a relative of you? Uh, you said uh, very sweet goodbyes to the others, but you are treating me as if not. I'm not one of your own. Because they are believers, they will come when I'm where I am going. But if you continue in the state that you are in, I will never see you again. My burden now only is you. The boy becomes very broken. Father, bless me also. I beg you. I also accept Jesus. I want to repent from my sins. I want to come to the same place as you are going. He goes on his knees, he repents, and he gives his heart to the Lord. They're hugging one another. They're kissing each other. My dear Garabed, I'm also telling you just good night. This is what death is. Why are you making things very hard? The difficulty we have is that we miss the departures. We have no other worries about them. And uh, I want to end our meeting by giving you this verse, and I want you to be comforted by this verse. Uh, Revelation 14, 13. Uh, lucky are those people who die in the Lord. They have been delivered from their difficulties and they will enter the rest of God. Jana has been delivered from her problems. They asked me, where is Jana? That question has a very easy answer. He's always, she's always loved the Lord. Where else would she go other than in his presence? Naturally, he's, she is in the presence of the Lord. If she herself did not appreciate that. Jesus prayed on the cross and said, forgive those who don't understand. God will not judge somebody if at the last minute they have lost diminished responsibility and they don't know what they're doing. Praise the Lord for his mercy and for his bosom that is even if Satan might push us to death in fact in reality he is pushing us in the embrace of God praise the Lord for these eternal truths and explanations that the word of God gives about death please stand up let's praise the Lord Հավիտենական կյանքի համար աստում պարտը։
Let us praise him for the eternal love prepared for us. Ուզում եմ մի երկու օքի մեզանի ծաղոթեն եւ աստուն փարստան այդ երջանի քույսի համար։ I want a couple of us to pray and praise the Lord for that beautiful joyous hope that we have. About the promise of eternal life. Christonian havatki hamar. For Christian belief. Hallelujah. Agotek hangis tagotek. Please feel free to pray. Hallelujah. There is